Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Shine a Light On series. Today, we'll be shining a light on pandemic reflections from a student's perspective with Angela or Angie McNally. Welcome, Angie. Hi, Mariah. Thank you. Hello. Happy Hello. to be here. Oh, happy to have you here, friend. And to start, do you mind just giving us a brief introduction to who you are? Yeah, I go by Angelus or Angie, either one fifty-fifty. I'm currently a senior at Santa Clara University. My major is computer science and engineering, and my minor is in philosophy. I'm originally from the Seattle area, kind of out in the suburbs. Uh, so it's been fun to experience the California lifestyle for a little bit during college. Professionally, I've been able to intern at a couple different companies, including going sequentially. I worked at Chevron, and then I worked at Microsoft for two summers, and I also worked at a smaller company called Anduril. So just a lot of live software engineering, um, giving me a lot of web development experience. Um, and that's what my full-time job will be at Microsoft when I start. A couple of things I like to do in my free time include um, skiing, harder to do in California, but I really love to do it at home. Uh, a lot of hiking and a lot of taking photos, especially just spending time with friends. And also more recently, I've been going to the gym more, which feels feels good. It feels strong. So yeah. So good, friend. Also, Every time you introduce yourself, I forget your your minor in oh, philosophy, yeah. and I'm always amazed, always amazed. Yes, thank you for joining us today. And I know, especially at this point, I mean, two years in, we've all reached this sort of like COVID fatigue. I'm sure you've heard this phrase before. So again, appreciate you chatting me about this, but I think it's important to reflect. And once people understand your timeline a little bit better, I think they'll know sort of why why you were the the chosen voice for students. So when in your undergrad experience did COVID hit? And how do you think that timing had an impact on your overall college experience? Yeah, I think I can give both like the technical answer to this and also how it sort of fit into my experience of college as a whole. Santa Clara's on quarters. And so uh, it hit right at the end of winter quarter of my sophomore year. So, you know, I had my full freshman year on campus, had most of sophomore year where I was like, feeling like I finally knew how things should go and what's going on on campus. And so that's when I hit. And then pretty much all of like the rest of sophomore year and all of junior year was online. And now in senior year, we've been able to go back in person. Even though everything was online, I still lived near campus during junior year. So I've been in Santa Clara the whole time that I've been in college, barring that sort of first quarter of school during COVID where I was still at home. So yeah, that's sort of the the framework of the answer. But I think more more personally to me, when COVID hit, I had just joined a new club on campus, which was um, like Theta Tau, which is our co-ed professional engineering fraternity. It's a very long, complicated name. Um, but basically, I joined that group because I felt like I was having a hard time finding my people on campus. And so I joined and I was super excited to meet all these new people and we had our initiation, we had it on a Saturday, and then the following Monday, they sent all of us home for COVID. So it was sort of like, oh, I just made all these cool new friends, and now I have to go home and not see them for who knows how long. So I think that was kind of the first thing that impacted me in terms of going home for COVID was just sort of that social aspect of it, where I mm. had set up a lot of these expectations about what the next quarter would look like. I'd just gotten super excited about that, and then all of that sort of just dissipated. I had a couple other plans for, you know, that period of time as well. So I was also going to, that was my first summer of working at Microsoft. Big tech companies have this sort of like legend of the internship experience where it's like, 
you like hear about all these like gifts and like things that they'll do for you um, at the internship. And so I was really excited to do that in person. And then that got moved online as well. So like totally different than what I had like hyped myself up for it to be. And then I was also going to study abroad that fall. And that also got canceled because of COVID. So kind of like when I reflect on it, I had all of these really awesome, fun things that I was going to do. And now I'm like, it's like almost like too good to be true. Like it would have been too fun if I actually had gotten all of those (laughs) great things. But even though I didn't kind of do these like tangible things I was really hoping to do, I think that the way that this pandemic has really shaped my overall college experience is kind of shifting my my values on what I really want to get out of college. Because I think it's made me a lot more aware of the value of connecting to other people and just how important those relationships are to me. Yeah, I think that given all the other years in college that I could have been, I feel like my year was like kind of the best possible situation because I don't have to graduate online. I didn't have to do freshman year online, but it did still kind of take out a significant portion of my college experience. And I especially noticed this when talking to like older people about the pandemic because I remember a couple conversations my team would have at my summer internship where we were all talking about sort of the different things that we were struggling with during the pandemic. So some of the parents were saying, oh, I'm like struggling with spending so much time at home. Like I'm a lot more short with my kids and my family, but I like yell a lot more and all of these things. Somebody else is saying, oh, like I live alone. And so it's really hard for me to find like people to talk to on a regular basis. And my problems were sort of a little different in terms of like, I'm missing out on my college experience, which is this thing that I get to do once and everyone has built up to be like the greatest four years of your life or whatever it is, and I'm missing out on that. So we kind of had very fundamentally different problems throughout the pandemic. Very interesting reflections, friend. I mean, we all have had plenty of time (laughs) to sit at home and like think about the impact that COVID has had. And it, it seems like you've come to a good place. And I I think I agree with you, especially as someone, in case our listeners don't know, as someone who graduated in in 2020, I think you're in a good good year, as bad as it could be, you know? So I agree with you on that. To parallel something that you said in terms of like valuing connections, because you mentioned it made, this whole experience has made you sort of reevaluate the importance of meaningful connections and what your college experience is like related to that. And just to parallel that thought, the same thing happened to me related to work. I've never been in office to this day. I started in August, 2020, wild, but it really made me sort of like reassess what do I want from my like professional life? Like what relationships do I want to make in this place? What about like the company culture or the team culture, especially since you're just hanging out with your team on Zoom all day, potentially? Like what, what do I need from that in order to like have a sustainable life? And it sounds like you you had some similar reflections in your school experience, which totally makes sense. You mentioned that especially your sort of social life, given Theta Ta, study abroad. And I know Microsoft would have been Microsoft over the summer, like a whole party all summer. So it sounds like you, through this COVID experience, sort of paid this social price a bit, as we all did. But what what would you say in terms of all of your sort of categories in college, do you think social suffered the most? Or is there anything related to even like going to class or interacting with professors that you think took the biggest toll? 
Yeah, I I would definitely agree that I think social took the biggest hit. I think class-wise, I think that the first quarter, first couple quarters of online school, I found pretty, I, I wouldn't really say like easy, but pretty manageable because I didn't have to worry about like going to and from class or keeping track of paper assignments. It was all just like in one portal online and I could just sit at my desk and just kind of crank stuff out. And especially because there weren't as many like club or social events going on, that was the only thing I had to pay attention to. So I was lucky enough that I had like a good place at home where like it was quiet and I could focus on my work. And um, I had like a stable internet connection because I know a lot of students didn't mm-hmm. have that that kind of privilege. But like luckily for me, that was something that that was pretty accessible. So I'd say classes didn't suffer too much, but I would say what did kind of suffer was definitely the connection with professors because yeah. I've been reflecting on what I like really want to make sure I get out of college. And I really want to have professors that I can build a lasting relationship with who I can kind of go back to and, and chat with if I like ever visit the school or ever I want advice. And there's a couple of professors that come to mind, but really not I don't think as many as if I were in person and I could, you know, just chat with them after class or before class or in office hours in a lot more casual way than online school really allows for. So, yeah, I think socially, like, definitely just kind of hardest in terms of not being able to to see people as much. And I think that there are sort of some some bridges to that, like spending time on Discord, like still going to school events and, and all of that. Just comparing that to going back to in-person college this year, it's just like so radically different because there really is just like so much benefit in running into people on campus. Like I've I've been reflecting on this since I'll be graduating soon, kind of thinking like, what else in my life am I going to be able to walk through a campus, like see a friend and then like sit down and talk about life for two hours? Like I, there's just kind of no other time in life where that will be able to happen and there's also really no way you can kind of recreate that online either definitely yeah I agree and I even my final quarter agree with your point about professors sadly especially it's smaller schools but any any campus really mm-hmm. uh, it's in a Claire in particular especially in Heapy I didn't have the new STEM building but it's so easy to walk past like every professor's office you know in like one walk through Heapy so yeah. I, I definitely agree with you there there's that social component missing because of course we can like hop on a discord server with friends but you're not going to do that with your professors so that you're missing that even like somewhat social piece with them that's a very good point friend i am very curious is there something that you like think about daily or is part of your day-to-day that's totally different today than it was pre-covid yeah, that's a it's a that's a tough question because I I think that the the main thing that comes to mind really just kind of ties back into sort of reevaluating like social values of, you know, like how much do I value my time with these particular people like mm. whoever I'm spending time with. So I think that what comes to mind more frequently day to day is how can I spend my time being a better friend to my friends? How can I build relationships that are like fulfilling for both people on either side? Like who can I reach out to who might need like some more personal connection or who I think it would be like fun to spend time with or, you know, like who who might be like a potential new friend that I haven't, you know, pursued getting to know better yet. I think that before the pandemic, I was just like very like heads down focused on school a lot of the time. 
And I think it was kind of the same for like high school and sort of just like the rest of my life as well, where I was like, oh, I'm here to get my degree and to go like do school and do well and all of that. And then also tangentially, there's other people here who are also doing the same thing. And I guess we can hang out while we're doing it. And I think that my viewpoint on that definitely started to evolve before the pandemic, but I think the pandemic really shifted that shift in mentality into high gear because I sort of realized the value of, yeah, we're all doing something, but we're all like struggling through a lot of the same things together. You know, there's ways that we can support one another throughout these, these challenges that we're going through and throughout these like various struggles but there's also ways that we can like celebrate our accomplishments together. There's ways that we can build deeper and more fulfilling like friendships with one another. And it's really that that I'm going to remember more than I'll remember that I got like one point higher on this test or whatever it is. Like I'm not going to remember yeah. my grades. I'm not really going to remember my test scores, but I am going to remember like staying up with my friend until 4 a.m. listening to music. Right. So I really realized that like, yeah, school is super important and doing well in school and learning critical, but definitely don't sacrifice building friendships because it's it's very important to be intentional with making friends and like kind of maintaining those friendships as well. And it's something I think that kind of like goes first when somebody gets busy and gets stressed. Oh, yes. Or if a pandemic hits and everything goes virtual, like yeah. non-meaningful friendships or like your relationships with acquaintances that maybe you wanted to get to know better. I think those for me went first. It was oh, sort of yeah. the the meaningful connections that stuck around, but oh. that's, that's good friend. It sounds like you had some important reflections around friendship. I know for me in my day to day, like definitely when I was about to graduate college, did not even think about this concept of remote work, like, being able to even be like a, a digital nomad, travel around, work at the same company, whatever. It didn't even cross my mind. Is there anything? I know you going back to Microsoft, but is there anything related to your career that you think about like with a changed mindset or is it just the same as it was a few years ago? Yeah, I think that like in a very similar vein, I've it, my internships online have helped me better understand my coworkers as like people and as like who they are rather than just like someone I see at the well not physically at the office but someone I see during the mm-hmm. workday because some of these like personal situations and circumstances have come up a lot more than I think prior to the pandemic mm-hmm. so for example like I found out that one of my coworkers had like a newborn child because they would be crying in the back of the video calls. That would sort of help me realize like, oh, they have a lot going on. So if they're a little slow to respond to my message, completely understandable. Like they, you know, have a lot that is frankly kind of more important than work if they're, you know, taking care of their new baby or sort of like whatever it is that like people have a lot going on beneath the surface and that the pandemic really exposed a lot of these things. And I think that it seems like different companies have been handling it a little differently. I know like Microsoft has a really strong focus on company culture. And so they were really trying to bring these like various like facets of people's lives to the surface in terms of like making sure people feel okay being their whole selves at work. 
I kind of saw focus on like, you know, it's okay if you're struggling, but just talk to other people about it and figure out how you can do better. Whereas I feel like maybe before the pandemic seemed to be a greater separation between these kind of personal circumstances and how people are doing at work. I think it seems a lot more intertangled now and just harder to separate out because the line between work and home is just so blurred at this point. Oh yeah, so blurred. Like we're, we're seeing it into each other's homes right now, right? <laughs> so definitely agree. No, yeah, that's a great point, friend. We get to know each other, same people, different spaces, I suppose. We're just in yeah. each other's lives now at this point. So that, that's a good point. We've talked about sort of something that's suffered or a few things that, that suffered or that had like a, a negative impact. But what about, for the sake of finding a silver lining, how do you think your college experience has shifted in a positive way from this whole experience? I know you've chatted a lot about this mindset regarding like the relationships around you. And that could be like the answer. Because if that was your only sort of revelation from the pandemic, I mean, we all had many, but that's a huge one. I mean, that's so important. But does anything else come to mind in terms of sort of shifting the experience for you in a positive way? Yeah, I think that that's, yeah, like what you highlighted and what I said earlier is really the primary thing. Just, I, I don't think I would have had as much personal growth and been able to like value my my friends, my connections as much that, you know, that I that I do now. I think like another way that that sort of plays out is just being willing to say yes to more things. So if like somebody invites me to an event that they're putting on, if somebody invites me to go get coffee, I think before I maybe I would have prioritized like, oh, I was going to do homework at that point And like, I'd rather just do that instead. But now I sort of realize the the value in those things a lot more because we missed out on it for so long. And I think the other thing that comes to mind is just sort of this shared experience that everyone in the pandemic, but also like specifically college students during the pandemic have had, that we all went through something tough together. And while we all like disproportionately face different burdens throughout those tough experiences, we all like in some way kind of like shared this particular like trauma seems like a strong word but it kind of was like a form Mm -hmm. of trauma it feels like with people I don't know I think that there's still kind of some kind of shared experience there that I can connect to people connect with people on on some level so like if I don't know someone very well at least I know that like we both got through something difficult we might have been affected by it very differently it was still something that affected all of us so it, it feels like a like a bit of a bonding experience, even with people I don't know super well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Common ground for anyone who's alive right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I definitely agree. Okay, switching gears a little bit, Angie, particularly your involvement on campus. You mentioned Theta Ta. I know you're involved with SWE or Society of Women Engineers. So someone who's fairly involved on campus, how did you stay active and motivated in a virtual environment? And I don't know if COVID had an impact on your involvement today? For instance, if, I don't know if you find yourself and other people just showing up to more things because you didn't have it for two years, but how did you stay motivated when things went virtual? Yeah, I definitely, I mean, right off the bat, it was it was tough because like Zoom fatigue, it is so real and you can get so tired sitting in front of your computer for so long. But at the same time, it's also when everything's online, your only form of making connections with other people. So what I think really motivated me to stay engaged while online was the opportunity to make the, especially like more one-on-one connections 
through Zoom because like group Zoom calls definitely have like some virtues. You can play games. There's like a lot you can do as a group, but just being able to chat with someone one-on-one goes a lot more smoothly than a group. I feel like in a group on Zoom because like groups on Zoom, really hard to read social cues, really hard to understand where to fit into a situation. Any club events that have been able to more build in like one-on-one ways to connect with other people, I would say like those really kept me going. So there'd be events where I could, you know, chat with a friend that I hadn't seen in a while, or I could meet someone new. It all just kind of went more smoothly when those setups were in breakout rooms or more kind of personalized and individualized. I think that those kind of really kept me going and really were the experiences that were the most fulfilling to me through like online clubs and events. And I also think just the willingness of other people to show up as well and just help build community because if there's kind of no one willing to to step up and like be there for others, that's kind of like the fundamental building block for building community. So just showing up really does a lot. Like it does a lot more than people think it'll do. And while it's hard to make that kind of initial leap to like log into the Zoom call or if you're in person, kind of walk over to wherever the club is holding the meeting, you kind of never know what will happen after then. So, you know, might make a new friend, might get really something out of the event that you don't really expect. It's just that initial burden of getting there and doing it. So I think that that was something my parents like really ingrained in me when I was little is like, if you commit to something, you're going to go there and do it. (laughs) If like a friend invites you to something, you are not going back on your plans. You're going there and doing it, even if you really don't want to. (laughs) Right. I personally just have this like, I'm just going to go like do everything that I have free time for. So I don't know. I think a lot of it is sort of that like personal background of just, I've kind of like always done that my whole life is just felt like a deep sense of dedication to the things that are fulfilling to me, but also just being able to get something out of it as well, especially when it's so difficult to find fulfilling experiences that everything's online. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you with the one-on-one conversations versus group conversations on Zoom. So different, so significant. And yes, I, I also agree that it takes... It takes a village. Like if everyone's showing up, I'm, I'm for sure showing up. And if any one person or if everyone's kind of iffy, like, oh, what if no one shows up and then no one shows up? Like that's hugely impactful. So I definitely agree with that friend. Another question I have for you, I think things have stabilized a little bit better, fortunately now, but I feel like students who went through the thick of it, you know, all like last two years, as you did, they were at least at one point in the more vulnerable position where plans can just change easily. And I think you know this better than I do since I was in it for like one quarter, basically, where maybe unexpectedly, suddenly you're not going to class the next day. Like, okay, we're going back to virtual. Actually, you can be in person. Actually, it's going to be virtual. It seemed from what I heard to hop back and forth in some cases, like possibly so frequently that it was was probably exhausting and maybe a little stressful. (laughs) I'm I'm sure it caused some anxiety, like, will I be going to school today? I'm not sure. So what advice do you have for students related to potentially having to adapt to changing circumstances on short notice, which I guess is a question that could be applied to any point in life, but it's possible that current students have this sort of mindset of like, will things be different tomorrow? I don't know. Like, how, How do you live with that sort of anxiety? Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, a lot changing on the fly, especially like for me personally, I was like such a planner before the pandemic, like I'd have all my weekends planned out at least a month in advance, like usually a little bit more. So as soon as the pandemic hit, I was like, Oh, 
I can't plan anything for who knows how long. So I think that was tough, but it was also a little bit freeing in a way in Mm -hmm. terms of like, yeah, this is not a situation that I'm happy with, but it's also something new that I need to learn how to deal with and in some way grow from. I think that the change is really inevitable. And I think that I hadn't been super used to dealing with it prior to the pandemic, but that being able to adapt to it is a super valuable skill that I wouldn't have been able to gain without all the changes that the pandemic brought along. So I would say really resilience is key. And there's a lot of different ways to build it and a lot of different ways that it'll it'll kind of manifest itself for different people. So for me, it's just sort of making sure that I don't kind of like place too many stakes on any particular thing. So if that thing changes, then I won't be too like frustrated or let down by it. I'll just sort of be able to adapt from there, which sort of has its its pros and cons because it's sort of like, I don't want to set the bar too high in anything, but also it means that, you know, maybe I could be expecting more from um, like various uh, like events or, or, you know, things going on in life kind of worked out okay for me, even though I had to like really make that adaptation quick at the beginning of the pandemic, given all those plans changing and canceling, it just sort of like you get used to another thing getting canceled and you're like, well, it kind of is what it is because it's really easy to get frustrated and upset about it, but that doesn't really bring you much of a positive outcome as opposed to figuring out, you know, what am I really going to miss from this thing that I'm not going to be able to do? What was I really looking forward to as a part of it? Is there any way that I can sort of take that thing that I was looking forward to and make it happen in some different way with this new like time that's been freed up with this thing being canceled or this thing being changed? Is there some other like positive I can make out of the situation? Uh, like for example, in January we had uh, we had pretty much all of January online because of uh, mm-hmm. Omicron, and so um, when they told us in week one, "Hey, you're going to be online for a while," uh, me and my housemate went to Tahoe. We went skiing, but we could do that in the middle of the week because we just took our laptops with us, and in the morning we'd do our classes, and in the afternoon we'd head out to the ski slopes. So I'd say kind of two parts, like (laughs) being resilient when things change and also making the best out of kind of what you're left with. Yeah, no, that's awesome, friend. I I love that mindset. I'm also, or I am a recovering perfectionist too, and a social person, which means when plans get canceled last minute or like things change, I used to be a little bit more like, what the heck, make a scene out of it. But I agree with you. These days it's like, oh, you know, 10 minutes before you need to cancel because you're not feeling well or just things have changed or this event got canceled. Events are getting canceled, right? Like left and right. Or they were at some point. Yeah. It, it doesn't really matter. Like what's important is you're safe and healthy. And I agree with you having fun in a safe way too, making the most of it. So love your thoughts on that friend. Switching gears again a little bit. I am curious from a student's perspective, this could be your own thoughts or from what you know of friends, what do you think students generally want college administration to know related to their experiences and any next steps? Like, is there anything you think college leadership could be doing a little bit better in in general or maybe specifically at Santa Clara? What are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, first speaking like specifically to Santa Clara, but also probably can be applied to many other schools. 
I feel like there were a lot of accommodations made when we first went online. So there, the school was more like flexible with grading options. There's like pass fail. Mm -hmm. uh, professors were a lot more flexible with deadlines and with test formats and things like that. Like many exams became open note or like take home exams. So it's just sort of like a lot of flexibility and a lot of understanding when the pandemic started of like, this is very new for all of us. And so, you know, how can we sort of all figure this out together? And it was not like that for going back in person. Uh, going back in person, it was like, you're back and everything is back to normal. And there was just oh, kind of wow. really no like flexibility or accommodations for this dramatic shift that like, yeah, we've all been to in-person school before, but it's been so long since we've done that, that we don't really remember how to do some things or just like how the pace, especially the quarter system goes and just how the pace of school goes. But I think it was really difficult for students to kind of manage everything that was going on, and especially in fall quarter, just like students' mental health took a massive toll. A lot going on with like students being really stressed out. And I think that there was also a lot of expectations tied to going back in person where people thought like, oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. Like all of my pandemic problems are going to be solved. Like we're just going to go back to the way things were. And that really was not the case. And so I think when people saw that there were still these like particular issues or still like, I don't know, various stressors in their life that weren't going away, that they had, like thought would go away when everything went back to normal, normal in quotes, that also was like really hard on people as well. What I would want administrators to know is that students have been through a lot and it's really good that most students built a lot of resilience through that. And like, yes, we went through these things and we've come out of them stronger, but also the pandemic has affected all students differently. And so yeah. it's difficult to assume that everyone is able to go back to normal now. And I've like especially been able to talk to other students in SWE and some of the other diversity clubs on campus about how hard this has been because a lot of students when school was online uh, fell behind in some way, maybe because they didn't have particularly good internet access at home or they had to help out with family members or really just were kind of unequal in terms of resources with other students uh, while they were online. So going back to campus, like, yeah, now we all generally have access to the same resources in terms of, you know, having a quiet place to study, perhaps a library, other buildings, having like a stable source of food and internet and all of that, but kind of a lot to readjust to. And some students might have, like during the pandemic, fallen behind in various ways. So I see a lot of my professors like, especially in, in engineering and in STEM, be like, all right, we're back to normal. Like, mm -hmm. kind of no accommodations being made for the change of going back in person. But I really want administrators to know that any transition is tough, even if it is going back to something we want to go to. And so having an open mind in terms of what students are dealing with and not immediately dismissing any, like, perspective or experience that you don't share is really important because some students might have been perfectly fine during the pandemic. Some might have lost family members. It's just everyone has had a super different experience. So even though we're all back in the same place, back to taking the same classes, we've all been affected differently. Definitely. Powerful words, Angelus. Powerful words. Thanks. <laughs> and I have the same question, but I think you might have a unique perspective since you started your internship at Microsoft 
the summer 2020. And so, and now you're, you're in it, you're, you're in the Microsoft family at this point. So I'm not sure like how many interactions you've had with recruiters, but I know you're involved in clubs and you have like professional hosted events. So you may hear of sort of like virtual interview processes or changes around that. So do you have any thoughts on behalf of yourself or friends for recruiters, like what you would want them to know about student experiences? Yeah, I think the first thing that comes to mind, which is like a little superficial, but I think recruiters are kind of hit or miss on this, but just being understanding of when a student is either really either interviewing online or even just working from home, that they might have very different circumstances while they're, you know, in that in that situation. So like a student interviewing online, you know, maybe they were able to find a quiet corner of their house. Maybe they had to go to the library. Maybe they had to like go to a friend's house to be able to find internet. I remember one, one like little anecdote I have is, oh man, I don't think it, I think it was before the pandemic, but it was during winter break and there was this big like wind and thunderstorm in my house. And there's like a power surge that knocked out all the internet in my house. But like the next day after that storm, I had an online interview that I had to do. And so I didn't have any internet. My parents were both at work. I didn't have a car to go to a coffee shop. I was just kind of like stranded at home, didn't have like any way to log on to my interview. And so what I ended up doing is I biked over to a friend's house who luckily lived nearby. And I was able to like log on to my laptop there and do the interview. But that's just kind of one example of like, Sometimes students sort of have to go the extra mile to make an interview happen or to make like to build a productive work environment for themselves or whatever it is. So I think that I'd like recruiters to know that there's a lot going on behind the surface where students are trying to build up this professional image of themselves, but it takes kind of a varied amount of effort person to person, uh, just depending on whatever they have going on. Yeah, I think the other thing would be flexibility is super appreciated from recruiters. The the company that I worked at, I took my spring quarter off to do an internship. That was when I worked at a company called Anderl. And so uh, it was spring of 2021, which was kind of a interesting time because like people were vaccinated, but also Mm COVID still hanging around. So I kind of wasn't sure whether I wanted to work remote or in person during that internship. So I kind of did a blend of both where I worked remote most of the time. And then when I felt more comfortable, like a couple weeks into my internship, then I went down, the company is in Irvine. So I went and worked in Irvine in person for a while. I really appreciated my recruiter's flexibility to, you know, she never said like, you have to be in the office on this date, or we like really want to see you do this or this. It was sort of just like, I could tell her what I was comfortable with and what I wanted to do. And she was super accommodating to that because I think it would have stressed me out a lot more if she was like, no, you have to be here for this or you have to choose one or the other. You can't have a blend of both. I think that if the kind of requirements of the job were a lot more stringent in terms of the work modality, then Mm -hmm. it would have stressed me out a lot more than like what the reality was where she was just like, whatever works for you, works for us. Yeah. So situations like that, super helpful. Great thoughts, friends. I think flexibility is super important. And then yes, understanding whatever issues can happen to your coworkers can also happen to students for sure. <laughs> students yeah. aren't just readily available with internet or like even a quiet place all the time, just like people at work. So that totally makes sense. Yeah. Okay, friend. Final question. Any last words of wisdom for students? 
whoever you want to talk to about your last words of wisdom, but particularly students listening in who maybe are on the edge, always on the edge, waiting for constant change, or they're just ready to, to learn, grow, and move forward from all of this. Yeah, to target the first group, I also can be super resistant to change. You were mentioning earlier, like if a plan changes, it can be really upsetting. And I completely get that. Like it's super upsetting to me if something changes and I've like built up all these expectations for it. What it's really made me realize is it's going to be really hard to grow if I don't have these types of experiences. Having things that push you out of your comfort zone are definitely uncomfortable, but that discomfort is a sign that you're able to grow and change and learn from whatever you're going through. So I'd say it's good to find value in things that you don't really perhaps enjoy doing in the moment. And just understand that something difficult that you're going through is also something you're going to be able to grow and learn from. And then for kind of the second group, students who are like already ready to do that, I'd say major props to you and definitely just keep seeking out situations to do these new things. For example, I'm going to be moving back to Seattle, which is where I grew up. And, you know, I have a lot of like friends and family there. And I feel like I have like a solid sense of the area. And so I feel like I'm kind of moving back into my comfort zone. So mm-hmm. I'm really trying to find active ways to still grow in some way. So I'm going to try to like really make new friends by joining new groups, maybe like joining like a book club or a trivia night or like just doing something that like, yeah, I'll have a great time with the friends I already know there, but seeking out situations where I can push myself out of my comfort zone because I think that that growth and that kind of personal evolution is what's going to make me feel most fulfilled in the long run. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, totally agree, friend. Thank you for those words. Thank you for joining us, Angie. Great chatting with you as always, as always, friend. Yeah, you as well, Mariah. Thank you so much for having me. This has been super fun. Of course. And to anyone tuning in, thank you for joining us. As always at Opal, we shine brighter together and we'll see you next time.